Hi, and welcome to Conscious Sexuality, the podcast. My name is Jasmine, and I am passionate about empowering women to awaken and reclaim their feminine through various ways and practices. For years, women have been shamed for their sexuality, and I want to share how you can find freedom. I believe a new opportunity awaits those who seek the depths, and as we bring that which hasn't been conscious into the light, freedom is found. This podcast is not just about sexuality, it is an all-encompassing podcast to shine the light into the shadows and explore whatever your heart desires. We will discuss ideas and concepts that will help you find freedom and step into being your most authentic self. The conversation might refer to male or female terms, but it's important for me to let you know that this podcast is affirming of everyone and however they identify. You have a space here. It is also really important to me that I acknowledge the traditional owners of the country, the Pambalong clan of the Awabakal people, and recognize their continuing connection to the land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Enjoy listening. Hi, and welcome to another episode on Conscious Sexuality, the podcast. Today's guest is Jacob Weatherly. Jacob is a men's coach. And today he shares his journey, how he got to where he is today. Uh, We chat around the stigma that's often on men and uh, the expectation on how they should be and how they should behave. Uh, Learning to tap into your feminine as a man. Uh, We also chat around pornography and sexuality for men and how that has a huge impact on not only their mental health, but also their performance and their sex life. And Jacob also shares on the four pillars of strength, uh, which are actually really key to the program that he offers for men, which is a 12-week coaching program. Um, and I also just want to make note uh, for a trigger warning that there is the mention of suicide within this podcast. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I did, had a lot of fun chatting with Jacob um, and his details on, if you want to get in touch with him, are in the show notes. Um, But otherwise, share this podcast around and enjoy the episode. Hey, Jacob, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Let's start off by you telling us who you are and what you do. Yeah, so... uh... My name is Jacob Weatherly. Um, I'm a men's coach. So basically what I do is I take men from a place of feeling like they have no direction in their life, feeling like they don't really know who they are. You know, they might feel like they're a little bit weak in things that they do. And basically you're just, you know, going through the motions day to day and I turn them and I guide them into truly strong men in their physical, mental uh, emotional and uh, spiritual. So, wow. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I personally, I haven't really seen a lot of men in this kind of space. Mm. There's a lot of women in this space. Yeah. Um, but it's not very, I don't think it's very common yet to see men in this space. Um, yeah. But it's also always awesome when I meet a guy who is, yeah. you know, in this space as well because we need the men too. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny that yeah, I see, I suppose because Grace is like yeah. in the similar field to what I am, but for 
women and females. And yeah. It's like um, me, because oh, I've been in this field for a little bit now, I know mm. a lot more men that are doing this. Yeah. But before I was mm. in this, I'm like, where are they? Yes. Like, yeah, that's right. Exactly. How, what led you into this space? So I was a personal trainer from 2015 until basically like mid last year. Mm. Um, I opened up my own gym and everything like that. So that was really cool. Mm. I opened up the gym in 2017. Awesome. Um, and then, yeah, I obviously loved that. Like that was mm. incredible. And like the gym was doing really well. And then um, there's a couple of things that I went through in my life so in 2016 when I was getting the gym all prepped and ready um, I went through like a real rough like relationship breakup Mm. and then um, it was like a few days after that happened I had ordered all this equipment for the gym Mm. through this equipment company and basically hadn't been able to contact them for ages and I paid this equipment up front yes I'd worked my ass off and saved up a whole heap of cash and yeah. I was like yeah like upfront payment like, yeah like, <laughs> I mean everyone wants to do an upfront payment right <laughs> yeah exactly and so I did that and then I finally got in contact with them and it turns out that that company had gone into administration so oh. I was able to contact them and yeah basically they told me that I wasn't going to get my, oh, my no. and there was no way that I was going to get my money back and yeah I like contacted lawyers and yeah. like I just like tried to stalk the guy on Facebook and yep. the company and everything like because I was just like a young naive like kid and I was yep. angry and I was like what the fuck like you're yeah. ruining my dreams kind of thing yeah exactly and yeah so like that period of like a week where I went through the breakup and then obviously the stuff with the equipment and then I'd like built this uh, persona I suppose you could call it yep. like reputation where I was like this super high performing kid okay who was just like yeah, I'm going to do this. And every time that I said I'll do something, I would follow through with it. So if okay. I said that I was going to have a gym open on this date and I was yep. going to have this equipment and it was going to be this type of thing and okay. blah, 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 then everyone knew that I would follow through with it. And then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, it just been like taken away. So yeah. And I think it was a, like looking back now, I can definitely see sort of the patterns that mm-hmm. led me there. But yeah. In the moment, it was just like I had no idea why yeah. this was happening to me, and yeah. everything just felt like it shouldn't be anymore. I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that ended up leading to me. Um, obviously, I had like limited money left as well. Yeah. So I was like, how the hell am I going to pay for like more new? Like, right. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do? And then all of that sort of led to me sitting on the end of my bed with like a resistance band, and I just like wrapped it around my neck a couple of times, and like wow hooked it onto like my wardrobe and just like yanked it as hard as I could wow yeah so that that week of of my life where I thought that everything was going like Mm. super fucking great just ended at this point where I was like no don't want to do it anymore like wow I can't be this person anymore right like what am I supposed to do who the hell am I kind of thing yeah and then yeah from there I I went to the hospital and like they do the mm. whole mental health check and they're like, are you okay? And then they, I don't know yep. if you've ever done it, but they give you like, I don't know if it's changed because I haven't looked into it again, but they give you like this piece of paper mm. and um, yeah, the doctor's like, cool, here, fill this out. Yeah. It's like a one to 10 scale and it's like, okay, uh, from one to 10, like 
do you feel how depressed do you feel every day right one being like not so much ten being all the time yeah like are you joking like yeah how do I actually know if I've got anything going on from this piece of paper so I was just like this is bullshit one 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 okay just I was like get me out like yep done sucks so yeah having that and then obviously like seeing how they dealt with it after someone goes through something like that I was like in the back of my mind I was like that should not be how like that should that, be handled kind yeah of thing. like that needs to change but i had other things to focus on back then it was okay. just like after that i was like i need to make sure that i can open this gym so right so you went back to your original goal which was getting the gym open yeah, yeah absolutely so like it was a whole shove it to the side like okay let's not deal with it right now because i've got bigger yeah to focus on yeah okay yeah then it was like open the gym um i ended up opening within like three weeks we had 100 members within like six wow. months yeah within like six months we had 200 like everything was going really well like my uh my pt was going off um i was doing like a heap of personal development courses um yeah everything was going super well and then um i think it was like mid 2018 mm. i sort of had like the um the business sort of started to like Oh, maybe it was, yeah, mid-2018, business started to, like, lapse a little bit. And I'm okay. Like, I'm like, well, what the hell is going on? Like, yeah, what's going wrong? Yeah, like, oh, I just need to make more sales. Like, mm-hmm. numbers will bump back up and then I'll feel good. Right. And then, um, yeah, I spoke to my coach about it and it ended up coming back to me. He's like, cool, have you done this thing and this thing and this thing that I told you to do? And I was like, oh, no, I haven't done it. And he's like, cool. And he's like, maybe you should go do that. And I was like, yeah, just excuse, excuse, excuse. Yeah, okay, right. He's like, do you think that this might be stemming from that thing that we haven't dealt with for a long time? And I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 that. Yeah, I was like, oh, that thing. And he's like, yeah. So we did a lot of work around that. And mm. did like a lot of emotional clearing around it. Mm. Did like a lot of belief system changes. And yeah, they're not coming down to like, I wasn't strong enough to, like, I wasn't strong enough to kill myself in that yeah, moment. So yeah. I realized that, well, the contrast of that is I must be strong enough to live then. So right. if I'm strong enough to live, then what does a strong life look like for me? Yep. What areas do I need to be stronger yep. to live that life? And then we ended up breaking it down. I was like, cool, like physically, yeah, strong for me physically looks like this. Yep. Strong for me mentally looks like this. Mm. Strong for me emotionally looks like this. Strong for me spiritually looks like this. Yep. So I basically like did work in each of those four planes to like, mm. build myself back up. And yeah, it was like um, one of the key things was like, I went to commit suicide and I couldn't even commit to that. Yeah, okay. And, like, the tasks that he'd set me, I couldn't even commit to them. And, like, yep. I look back at, like, past relationships and there's been relationships where I wasn't mm-hmm. committed and I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. like, I've just gone to commit, like, the worst type of commitment and I couldn't even commit to that. Like, surely yep. that's a sign. Yeah. Like, if I want to be able to do something, all I need to do is commit to it. Right. So, and it showed because, like, when I wanted to get the gym open, I was just like, cool, shove that shit aside, let's commit to this. Mm-hmm. Boom, took yep. off. So, and, like, my training, I, like, committed to that and it took off. And then, like, the stuff to get mentally stronger, I committed to that. Yeah. Stronger and, then like, spiritually, mentally and all that kind of thing as well. So, yeah, basically, from that point, I mm. went through my own program that I created. Yeah. And it got to a point where I had done all this work and I was like, hmm, this gym just doesn't feel like aligned to me anymore like, okay I don't really feel like I've got it to a point where I'm 
really fucking happy with mm. where it's at and me being I suppose the shifts that I'd gone through like personally and like even business wise and like the identity shifts that I'd have and everything like that I was like I just don't feel like I can give any more to this gym I yeah. feel like there might be someone else that can build it to mm. what they wanted to build it to like and expand on it and everything like that I feel like I just want to do like the the four plane stuff I'm like, yeah. I, want to, I want to dive more into that and like, yeah. what's 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 this area like got for me kind of thing mm. so yeah I ended up getting to a point where um, I had a conversation with my one of my staff members we were okay. in there having lunch and he just like out of nowhere he had no idea that I wanted to like get out of the gym yep. and like sell or get a manager or anything and he was just like yeah one day I want to eventually like have my own space and like don't know he was like he lived like an hour away from mm-hmm. he was like yeah back in my hometown like might open up a space there and I'm like you're joking like as if these conversations happening right now I'm like the universe is just like yeah. me like the biggest sign and yeah. I'm just like do you want this one and he's like huh I'm like, yeah, I'm like, if you want this gym, I'll sell it to you. And he's like, nah, you're joking, aren't you? I'm like, no. I'm like, if you want it, I will sell it to you. And he's wow. like, fuck. So then, yeah, that basically got the ball rolling for wow. selling the gym. Like everything, yeah, it was just like I basically became who I always wanted to be. And then everything just fell into place. Like wow. Grace popped up in my life, mm-hmm. like sold the gym, like. We adopted a greyhound, like, yep. bought a caravan, like, yep. all of that kind of thing. And I was just like, wow, okay, like this this is where I want to be. This is what I yep. want to do. And yeah, from there I was like, cool, like if this is what this work has done for me and I've got mm. myself from a place of like literally almost leaving the planet, like mm. what can I do to help other men who yep. are in similar situations? Yeah. Because there's a lot of men out there that get themselves in this type mm. of situation they have no idea what the fuck to do. Yeah, like, yeah. And, like, like, I mean, like me, a lot of men might go through something like that. Mm. They might not go through it. They might attempt to do it. And then they just shove it aside and then they, yep. they go back to work. Yep. And then they keep doing that. And they go back to their relationship and everything's just the same. Mm. They don't do anything. And then down the track, heaps of shit is happening to them. Yeah. And then we have this fancy word called midlife crisis. Right. <laughs> and it's just shit that people haven't dealt with from... Exactly. Like when they were younger. So, yeah, I developed the journey of strength, which is basically how I got from yeah. where I was to where I am now. Yeah. And, yeah, I've tweaked it, developed it to a point now where, yeah, I'm helping men across the country. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah. When you met Grace, um, and for those who are listening who, who don't know Jacob, Grace is Jacob's wife. Um, and she's also a women's coach. Uh, you would have heard her a couple of episodes ago um, on the podcast. When you met Grace, was she already in her work that she was doing? No, so she okay. was still in the military when I. Oh, that's met right. Her. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, it was so funny. I was doing a lot of like um, self love during mm. that time, and like a lot of like taking care of myself yep. and like heaps of meditation and like yoga and yep. everything like that and just like spending time with myself rather mm. than like with everyone yeah. else and yeah it was like was doing all of that and then all of a sudden grace showed back up in my hometown okay we both from the same place yeah like we went to school together but we sort of just like drifted apart and yep. 
yeah, all of a sudden she was back in Mafra. And yeah, we caught up and it was like, just like insane. Like we wow. just connected from like the first time we caught up and then, yeah. Now we're married with a baby on the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't really know how else to explain. How life happens. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she was in the military when we first met, so, um, which was really cool. Like, I'd never, I didn't know much about mm. military life, so mm. it was really cool to see that. And, you know, seeing her when we first met, she was, like, so, like, disciplined. Like, yeah. Typical, like, military yep. traits. Like, discipline, like, really hard-nosed, like, mm. something would come up and like, oh, okay, you know, I'll just do this and it'll be fine. Yeah, okay, and right. I was like, oh, okay, like, cool. And then, yeah, obviously she went through her own, mm. like, that sort of stuff, and now she's, like, this incredible, beautiful, like, yeah. goddess, which is yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we met at the end of 2018. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, and then we... Um, yeah, obviously we got together and then mm. we proposed to her. Oh god, I hope she doesn't listen to this because <laughs> she will. <laughs> she's she's gonna listen. listen. Uh, maybe like <laughs> shit, like June. I'm gonna say like yeah, mid middle year part. Let's say that. That gives me a bit of leeway. <laughs> and then um, yeah, so yeah. at least do you remember your wedding day at least? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I actually proposed to her on. Oh no um, way! Lighthouse, yeah. So oh. She yeah, she didn't know I had the ring, and then we were coming up for a trip. So yeah, yeah, and then we just like went for a walk out to the lighthouse and yeah, nice. You know, proposed on the beach, so it's sort of like and it's funny because we like we don't go there unless mm. it's like for a thing. Like, yeah, it's, it's like a sacred space for us. So yeah, that's really cool. And like we'll go, we'll walk along like the water, and we'll be like ah. That spot. That's our space. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's so, so nice. That's I love really that. Um, and then, yeah, we got married uh, in December mm. of 2019. And oh, yeah. Yeah, so we... So you haven't even had your one year yet? Yeah, we had our one year. Ah, oh, sorry, November. November, not yeah, December. November. Okay. November 23rd, so literally our one year was like a few days ago. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. So we literally have just... We got back yesterday from a little trip away. So, oh, nice. Yeah, so nice. But, um, yeah, we had like a decision to make because like I was in the process of selling the gym at that point okay. too, so and we had this plan to travel the country mm. in a caravan so we're like hmm, do we like get the caravan and do we travel for a few years and then do we get married afterwards mm. or do we like do it now and then travel after that so yeah we had like this really small like beautiful wedding mm. it was like 40 people it was, like oh, close family and friends nice. and like oh it was just like the most amazing day like we made a lot of well, grace made a lot of the decorations and yeah the, yeah it was just so incredible and like the people were so incredible and yeah and misty was our ring bearer oh and, cute uh, God, <laughs> so that was amazing um yeah and then yeah we bought the caravan in like i think we bought the caravan like yeah a month after we mm. got married so just before christmas maybe and then yep. um yeah the gym sale got finalized like in the new year of 2020 mm. and then at that point there was no talk of COVID whatsoever mm. so we're like hell yeah try on you country. go <laughs> let's go like, everything. we're like yes let's get up north let's yeah. Hot. Let's yeah get away from victoria yeah so yeah we basically like sold a heap of our stuff got rid of like 80 percent of our mm. things and like just packed the caravan and like yep. took off so yeah yeah that was really cool and then 
we got to uh, like just near Jervis Bay. Mm. So like a place called Sanctuary Point. And yeah, they basically closed all the free camps. Yeah. So that's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, yeah, we basically had to like, stay put for a while and they closed the Queensland border. Yeah. And, and then Grace found out she was pregnant. Yeah. And then, yeah, we just sort of had a big change of plans and we were close ish to Newcastle and we yep. got, we got friends and family. Mm-hmm. So we were like, another decision time came. Yes. Do we keep traveling or do we find a place? So, yeah, now we're living in Newcastle. Good place to settle for oh, a bit, yeah. you know. Absolutely. Until you know what the next big decision is. Absolutely, for sure. <laughs> I can see through, and like obviously people are listening to this, so they're not seeing what I'm seeing, but I can see through a lot of what you've described through your journey in meeting Grace and um, developing relationship with her and then getting forward and, you know, you guys progressing. I can see a lot of your feminine side mm. that not a lot of men typically embrace mm. or, or know much about. Can you share more about how that's been part of your mm. journey? Yeah. So, like, I definitely uh, was quite ignorant to my feminine side mm-hmm. early on. Like, I was very much, like, got to do this, got to do this. Like, in mm-hmm. my masculine, like, if there's work to do, got to do it. Like, yeah. my work ethic my work ethic is, like, incredible. If I have something to do, like, I know what I need to do to get it done. Yep. So I was like in that for a very long time. And then like, because of that, I had no idea. Well, it wasn't that I had no idea my family was there. Mm. It was like almost, I was like scared of it. Yeah. And I was like the typical, I don't want to say typical cause I feel like it's not typical now, but it's like most guys think that their feminine is like, yeah. oh, use the pussy if you're yeah. feminine and like yeah. that kind of thing. And I'm like, I was the same, like I'll be honest. I was like, mm. Mm, nah, like, gotta be a man like masculine like yeah and i can't even begin to describe how wrong i Mm. was because once i sort of embraced that feminine side and once i did start to like listen to Mm. myself more Mm. so rather than just being like so outside of myself and just like looking at things externally and being like oh cool so if that's happening i'll react like this Mm -hmm. that kind of thing rather than being like um listening like in being like super intuitive and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing so like when i was doing a lot of the um like emotion work and i was doing a lot of Mm -hmm. meditation like Mm -hmm. a lot of journaling and Mm -hmm. stuff like that to start with, I could not journal for shit and like my meditation was like two minutes long and I was like, nah, fuck this. Yeah. It doesn't work. I can't do it. Yeah. And then I just like was like, no. And my masculine was like, no, you need to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you do this, yes. you'll be able to get to this point. So yes. I was like, okay, I need to do it. So like I just kept being consistent with it. And then over time, it was mm. like, I got really good at it. And then uh, when I was journaling, I would literally start. Like, my coach was like, it doesn't matter. I don't care if you write. I have nothing on my mind. Like, mm. write. I have Just do that. On my mind. Like, do that. So, I was like, okay. Like, I have nothing on my mind. Oh, but there is this one thing. And then I'd be like, huh. Four pages later. Yeah. Legit though, right? Like, that's what it would be like. And yep. then it got to a point where I was just like, cool. This thing, this thing, this thing, this thing. Interesting. Okay. So, this was probably connected to that. And then this and wow like amazing like so many realizations on the Mm -hmm. page just from like getting thoughts on there so i could see them yep so and like 
yeah, I especially like in my relationship with Grace, mm. she's like, you know, she's like super in touch with her feminine. Yeah. So for me, it was quite a challenge for uh, me when I come into that relationship mm. as a man. Mm. I'm like, wow, she's like super feminine. Mm. And like, it was almost like my, so weird, my masculine was like, well, we need to compete with that. Oh. Because she's so feminine. So how can I be more feminine? Wow. So I was like, cool, you dive more into the feminine. But really what she needed and what I needed at that point yeah. was me in my masculine. Okay, so, interesting. Yeah, it's been it's been really cool because like I'm also very good at being in my masculine, obviously, and Grace is very good at being in her feminine. And yep. then there's points where we'll swap mm. and we're like, uh <laughs> what's this? <laughs> and then like it's good because like sometimes she needs to do work and like I just need For to sure. like, relax and like yeah. you know read a book or yeah whatever. exactly so I'm like cool I'm gonna read a book you need to do work like you go yeah and then yeah, yeah there'll be times where she's like I just need you to be in your masculine right now and yeah you're just gonna tell me what we're doing yeah like, you need to make the decision or whatever so yeah in your relationship sense it's it's been really cool to like see it develop mm. as we've progressed which is really cool mm. um, and. Yeah, it's been really good to like bounce off Grace as well when we're having like a conversation and something comes up yeah. and she's like, cool, like, do you want to talk to me about it? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. I actually do want to talk to you about it. And yeah. it's like, I'll let it out and I'll express what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, definitely that part has been something I've worked on lately for sure. Mm. Like, even if it's something small, like, yeah. I'll be like, oh, you're really enjoying this at the moment yeah and then goes back hmm. she's like why is that i'll be like oh blah 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 and then i'm like we're actually having a conversation about yeah. it yeah it's like before like, in my head i'd be like mm, i'm not really enjoying that oh well yeah and, and that's just, like, it dismiss it yeah push so it to like, the side again one of yeah, those things exactly. yeah so and yeah i think that's been like a huge factor in mm. how grace and i's relationship has developed yeah and definitely how i've developed as mm. well so it definitely helps with like having conversations with other men as well. Like, okay. because I can see that they're so in their masculine yeah. and I'm like, cool. I know how to like get them more in touch with their feminine. Yeah. And, okay. Like, getting them in touch with their feminine doesn't mean that they turn into like a woman. Like, yeah. Let's get rid of that. Like right now. Yeah. It's like, let's just fucking have a conversation about what you've got going on, man. Like exactly. Let it out kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah, and you're right because we society has sort of created this concept that to be a man you have to exude a certain type of image Mm. and that if you do cry or if you do show emotion or decide that you need support or something that you're the weaker person. Um, And so I think that's the cause of why a lot of relationships break down or Mm. why men do tend to also struggle because – they're just ignoring a part of them that actually needs to be there mm. quite essential yeah. to their being. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Like I always think of it like if you've got, um, like if you think of masculine and feminine as 50, 50 in your body, yep. then if you are ignoring one part, then yeah. I mean, you're only operating at 50% of your capacity. Yeah. It's like anyone do you feel tired all the time? Right. Anyone do you hate your job? Anyone yep. do you hate this? And anyone do your relationships not going anywhere and blah blah blah. So, yep. Yeah. Mm, it is very interconnected. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um 
Do you find with the men that you do work with that they are receptive to opening up to their feminine or is there like that initial resistance or it, or is it just something that they want so badly but they don't really know that they want it or... Oh, there's definitely resistance for sure. Mm. Like, um, and with the current group of guys I've got, like the first couple of weeks when we started the program, it was like, you know, they were walls were up because, mm-hmm. you know, it was something that they... They didn't know yep. what was going to happen. They, it was a position that they'd probably never been in in their life. They had no idea who I was in a sense, I suppose. Yep. And I had no idea who they were. So it was a very, uh, what's the word? Like, so it was like a treacherous environment like, yep. for them because they were like, you know, whether they were going to admit it or not, they were probably scared shitless. Mm. And yeah, I go over a lot of masculine and feminine stuff in the program. So yep. it's... Um, it's a lot of working up to it mm. and like a lot of the stuff I go through in the emotional plane as well is like right. that like it's either they have to start expressing or they're not going to go any further like, yeah so it's yeah there's definitely resistance but over like a period of time they definitely embrace it for sure mm. and then yeah like I'm I think we're just over halfway mm. in the current program and like yeah the guys I'm coaching at the moment are just like, we need to keep doing this. Like, even after the program ends, like, wow. we jump on and, like, talk to you guys and stuff like that. So, wow. yeah, in a short period of time, like, it's it's like the, the wall's up and then they're sort of like, well, the, the fence goes up and everything mm-hmm. like that. And then they're just like, oh, what's, what's over there? It's kind of interesting. And they sort of, like, poke their mm-hmm. head over the fence and they're like, oh, it's, it's cool over there. It's not so bad after yeah, all. <laughs> where's, where's the gate? Like, how do I get over there? So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like that initial... Yeah, that initial resistance is like the hardest part to break down. But then once they're mm. once they're over the fence, kind of thing, mm. it's like they're like, "Wow, we've been missing out." So, mm. Yeah. How do we bring men more into this space? Because I I know and I see that there is resistance around it, mm. and I know just from speaking to other women that they often try it it's like a woman that often will suggest it to their partner. Yeah. Oh, maybe you should look into this. Often it's not the other way around mm. where a guy is pushing into wanting to do this sort of thing. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on that? Like, how do we, how do we, like, how do we stop the women always like going, you should be doing this. Mm. Yeah. How do we get the men to take more initiative? Yeah. It's a, it is a challenging one because I mean, a lot of men will be like, I can just do it myself. Mm. I'm fine. What are you talking about? Like, mm. my life's great. You know, they've they got a job. They might have a family. They might have a girlfriend or a wife or yeah. whatever. They might have kids. You know, they've got a nice car, everything like that. Like, family relationships are okay. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, everything's okay. Tick the boxes. Yeah, tick the boxes. Like, why should I need to change when nothing's going, like, really bad? Okay. So... I mean, how to get more men into this space. Yeah, you can suggest it to your partner if you're a female, but yeah, it's it's quite challenging because yeah. you don't want to push it on them. No. Like, it's because men are just going to be like, well, why do you think I'm like... You think something's wrong with me. Yeah, you think something's yeah. wrong with me. So, And like a lot of the guys I coach, mm. they don't have anything like super wrong with them. No. Like, it's not like that 
super depressed yeah. or like they can't control their anxiety mm. or like they got like a huge mental health problem or anything like that it's just like they want to be better mm. it's like if you think of yourself as good mm. and you're like yeah everything's good and you just keep in that mindset of everything's good then you'll never be able to be great mm. it's like you'll never be able to be fantastic yeah you'll never be able to be phenomenal like yeah. kind of thing so and a lot of men need to make the decision themselves. Yeah. I feel as well. Like I've had partners suggest it to mm. like, I've had, yeah, women suggest it to their partners and then they've just gone, no, nah. nah. like mm. don't need to do it. They've looked at my page and they've gone, nah, don't need to do any of that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, like I'm good. Like yeah. whatever. So it's, I mean, it's like the question becomes cool. Like, are you good with living the same mediocre life mm. that you've been living and you are you are you good with staying good or like what if your life was fantastic like what would that look like yeah and like what would you doing your absolute best look like in any given situation yeah would it be that you keep dismissing these things and would it be that you keep suppressing the thoughts and would mm. it mean that you just keep fighting with your partner mm. over little tiny crap like if you're cool with keeping to do that then great don't message me yeah yeah like simple yeah, simple right? <laughs> but if you are a man who or you are a guy who has had troubles and has had challenges doesn't mean that anything has to be super wrong with you it's mm. just like you want to become a little bit better you yeah want to become great you want to become fantastic then yeah yeah it's up to you whether it's up to the man whether they want to do it or not and mm. if I know one thing about men it's like they're very good at making decisions like mm. they're very good at being like True. I want this or I want this yeah so like as soon as they make the decision to do it they're going to be like fully invested so yeah it's yeah it's quite a challenging one because I could sit here all day and be like yeah it's so great like once you do it you yeah. will turn into this and everything like that but to a guy who thinks everything's okay mm. he's going to be like no everything's mm. okay anyway so mm. whatever yeah. I think it's an interesting point that you make around moving into self-development work with not necessarily something being drastically ad quotes wrong mm, yeah because i think there can be probably a bit of a misconception around that yeah, around why people go into self-development work mm. because there's maybe suffering from anxiety or they've had a traumatic experience that they need to work through but um it could just be that like you said they just want to continue to be a better person yeah and continue to expand their life mm. to be more than it is yeah and i think if things are going really well for you it could be hard to be like well how much better could it get yeah like that's the question though right like how much better can it get yeah like imagine if you got a better job or like yeah imagine if you right? woke up happy every single day like yeah you know, imagine if you didn't skip the gym and sleep in. Right. Like, yeah, kind of thing. Or, so. or just even some of the money mindset things. Like imagine mm. if you didn't worry about the paycheck that was coming yeah. in. Yes, it's a large paycheck, but you're still worrying about it. Mm. It's And so it can just be some of those like mindset things. Yeah. They can just really drastically improve the way you do life and receive life and all that it has to give to you. So it's, yeah, it's not, I think for guys, it's not about, identifying that something's drastically wrong yeah. it's just asking the question like well maybe things could be even better yeah and are you willing to explore that exactly. yeah that's cool i think mm. definitely in the self-improvement space there can be a little bit of a stigma where you 
can feel caught up always trying to think something's wrong yeah and right. and finding something wrong yeah legit, <laughs> literally like looking for something wrong and then making something a problem that's not really a problem so you can work on it yeah. right yeah exactly and i think it's just as we just continue to self-improve it's just about being a better human yeah and having a better life mm. and i guess ju- trying for those things that we thought were just never possible for us mm. just giving it a chance yeah exactly and like i mean if it doesn't work who cares like, yeah taking pressure off yeah like <laughs> if you try one thing and it doesn't work who cares like, yeah try something else yeah you're like, not a failure yeah like if you go to meditate for the first time and it doesn't work who cares yeah like try again tomorrow yeah like, try exactly a different app like i could name 10 meditation apps right now that you could try like yeah if journaling doesn't work who cares like, yeah write down in your journal this isn't working today that is literally like yeah journaling. yeah like, yeah so mm, love that yeah that's really cool you mentioned the four pillars before. Um, can you just say them what they were again? Yep. So physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Yeah. Cool. When it comes to physical, um, you you enjoy physical exercise a lot. Yep. Um, is that the aspect that you focus on when it comes to physical, or like do you focus on sexuality as well and those elements? Yeah. A lot of like the physical element is yeah like training and mm. movement, mm. but also like their bodies so yep. like yeah a lot of sexual stuff comes into that and yep. a lot of talk around like um yeah a lot of talk about their sexual experiences mm. and like what their relationship is like with sex and what mm. their relationship is like with their physical body like mm. do they fucking hate looking at themselves in the mirror yeah like if you do like cool what can we do to change that yeah like kind of thing and yeah like with their relationship with sex it's mm. like most men will not talk about it. Like, yeah. It's just like, yeah, no, nah, yeah, it's like, whatever, I'm good at it, kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like uh, a lot of the stuff around that is um, like, oh, I don't even know where to start because there's like so much, <laughs> there's so much that comes up and like I have sure. these conversations. Like, mm. there's been like, some stuff that I wouldn't even think that would come up when you talk about like these kind of experiences. And then there's like the more typical one where it's like, um, like I've had talks with some guys where they're, they're so far in their feminine that they can't like get it up. Okay. And yep. they're like, I don't know what's wrong. Like maybe I need to take some pills and whatever. Yep. And, blah, blah, blah. and it's just like, mm. how about you do some push ups before you get to have sex with your partner? Gotcha. Like yep. get yourself pumped up a bit, like yep. get the blood flowing and that kind of thing. And they're yep. like, Oh my God, it worked. Wow. And they're like, what? What do you mean? And I'm like, cool. So this is where it becomes really cool to like yeah. switch between your masculine and feminine. Yeah. Like if you're a guy and you're like, you know, if you're having a conversation with your partner and you sit, because like I had the same thing, like Grace and I would have a cup of tea, like mm. at the end of the night and just like have a conversation and like debrief and like be really calm. Mm. Like both of us just like connecting in our feminine and everything like that. And they would like go to get in bed and I'd be like, oh. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. And, guys don't talk about that no it's like why not like why are we so ignorant to that like yeah. everyone does it yes it's like why exactly. are we why are we not having the conversation about yes. it and like guys will get embarrassed about it it's like mm. who gives a fuck like every single guy's probably had this experience exactly and like yeah i mean for me it was like cool that was a good sign for me to like mm. look into that kind of thing and i'm like yeah sweet so for me to have 
for like Grace and I to have like the best sexual experience, mm. I need to keep developing my relationship with my body. I yeah. need to be happy with the body that I have. Yeah. Because if I'm happy with the body that I have, that increases the confidence that mm. I have. That confidence is going to carry over to the bedroom and then yep. boom, we're having like great sexual experiences. Exactly. On the other hand, you can have men who don't like their body mm. and then all of a sudden their self-worth and their confidence is dropping mm. and then they're just like, oh, I don't know what's going on and like, yep. oh, me and my partner haven't had sex in like 12 months, yep. blah, 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 and yep. our relationship's falling apart and everything like that. It's like, cool. So like literally when they start the program, the physical pillar is first. Yeah, that's, so, yeah, that, I can see why that would be first. Yeah, and it's like, cool, like, are you happy with your body? No, cool. Well, how are you going to be like, what point does your body need to be at for you to be happy with it? Yeah. Cool, so you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this, and like, giving them like, I'm like, this, 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 mm. go do it. Yeah. So then all, automatically, without them even knowing, it gets them in their masculine. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, wow, well, like, me and my partner, we blah, 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 and I'm like, yeah you do. yeah <laughs> I'm, like, I'm over here i'm like i wonder why like, yeah. yeah so yeah it's it's a really interesting topic especially talking to guys about it mm. and like a lot of that we like i talk about porn and like mm. masturbation and everything like that yeah. as well because like a lot of men watch porn and like mm. a lot of men distort their like perception of how sex should go yeah how it should be and like the things that they should do during sex and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah. no, your partner's not a porn star, so yeah. don't treat her like one. Exactly. I'm not saying that there's people out there that don't have porn stars for partners, but like... Yeah. But the unrealistic expectation that yeah. often porn puts on a mm. realistic yeah. sexual experience where Absolutely. the two people aren't trained to have sex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's literally what it comes down to. And like, you know, guys will guys will watch it and then they'll go to have like mm. sex with a woman and it's nothing yep. like what they've watched yeah so then they get disappointed yeah their performance drops yeah and then their self-worth drops and their yep. confidence drops and then they're like well what the hell am i doing wrong yeah oh i know what i can do i'll just watch some more porn because that'll teach me what to do and then they go back to the yeah. start of the cycle and then yeah. it starts all over again yeah okay or maybe i'll watch something different mm. and then watch something different and the cycle yeah. starts again so yeah, and like, I only speak from like experience because mm. like I used to do it when I was younger mm. and like I watched a lot of it and then it's like all of my relationships up until a point were just based purely on sex. Yeah. It's like, that's it. There was no connection mm. or anything like that. Like I'd have a fight with like one of my old girlfriends and I'd be like, oh, yeah. so do you want to like go to the bedroom? And they'd wow. be like, what? And I'm like, yeah, well, that's all I know what to do. Like, wow. Yeah. So like for me, it was my perception of how sex should go and mm. that was completely distorted like yeah and yeah i would get disappointed a lot because mm. i was like no oh, the female's meant to like do this and they're meant to do this and they're meant to have like massive lips and fake boobs yeah. and expensive lingerie and yep. blah, blah blah and like oh you're not wearing that okay so i'm disappointed and like i'd be like well, yeah. why the hell am i getting so disappointed oh i know i'll find the answer if i watch something mm, else like, and just that cycle over cycle and over, over again. yeah until it was like well until i realized that it's like well all females aren't like that yes like, <laughs> and a lot of that was like i looked into like I'm like cool like what do females actually like yes and it's like grace and i will have conversations about what we like yeah it's like cool so what do you like and she's like cool i like this and i like this and I like this. yeah cool i like this 
and I mean just even having that conversation mm. like for me at the start it was so uncomfortable I'm yes like, it would have been because I had this completely distorted view yes. and yeah like at the start of our relationship mm. it was a lot of like no 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 don't do that okay and I'd be like no like no no okay like don't get mm-hmm. frustrated like, mm-hmm. this is just that thing like where I've got to like yeah. figure out what she likes and like figure out basically like how things work yeah and then like a lot of research into like how things work for yep. female and stuff like that and then a lot of conversations with grace about how things work for her and like yeah especially now her being pregnant like a lot of stuff wow. changes mm, hugely yeah it's like we just talk about it and like yeah, yeah again at the start it's like it was challenging for me mm. so i'm like cool i right before i met her i was used to doing it this way yeah i met grace and i got used to doing it with her this way yeah and now she's pregnant so like everything changes it's changing again. again and it's like you, you just got to constantly like remain open and have mm-hmm. that open line of communication communicate yeah if you don't communicate about it then hey person what's going on well that's right we can't read each other's minds <laughs> yeah exactly like yeah i mean you can throw off little body language cues but sure i mean i mean if you know, if you're a bloke and you're picking up on body language from your partner, like, kudos to you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, like, well done. And if there's no, like, verbal communication at all, like, you're doing well. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, that, that open line of communication is definitely, like, key, especially when it comes to, like, sex and sex mm-hmm. with your partner or even just, like, sex in general. Like, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. yeah. Would you say that you are pro-porn or after your experience and that you see the experiences that have... I guess caused men to mm. perform in the way that they have. Mm. Would you say that that's impacted your perspective on porn? I think it did mm. impact my perspective on mm. it because then I went through a point where I was like, "Cool, not going to watch it. Okay. Like, I'm going to fast from yep. it, kind of thing. Like, I don't want to watch it because I know I'm now aware that it has distorted mm. my view of it. And at that point, I was like, "Yeah, porn's bad. Yeah, like, porn is bad for me." because I'd had that yeah. period of time where I'd experienced it like yep. that. But now I'm like, it's mm. not a bad thing, Yeah. but it's only a bad thing if you're doing it over and mm. over again, like you're watching it over and over again and you're using that as your standard yeah. of sure. a sexual relationship. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so like in that sense, yeah, it can be a problem mm. if you think it becomes a problem. Mm. But I wouldn't like I wouldn't say that I'm like pro porn either. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't say like um, you know, let's let's open it up every time mm. we go to have sex. Mm. And like let's do some of the stuff that they yeah. do, like whatever. Like if it yeah, if it comes up between Grace and I, I'm like yeah, okay, mm. like cool, I'm good with that. Mm. But I'm not like you know, I'm not gonna open it up every yeah. single time and watch it every day kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it has its place. Yeah, I agree. It definitely has its place for sure. For sure, but yeah, and not used as like the educational like yeah. how to guide. It's yeah. like exactly shouldn't be have that much weight on it. Mm, yeah, exactly. I think that's a that's a good point. It shouldn't be used as your form of education. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think that's what causes a lot of the the problems that do mm. happen and the unrealistic expectation expectations that both women and men mm. feel based on the image that is portrayed to them. From what they've watched. Mm, absolutely. And I guess a lot of the work that we do around sexuality is trying to dismantle that perspective mm, and yeah. reframe it to what really is realistic to, yeah. to humans. I don't even want to get started on like 
Gets taught in schools and like, yeah. that's ridiculous. Don't get me started on that either. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be here for hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Ridiculous>. <laughs> awesome. Um, that's really great. Thank you for chatting today. Yeah, um, it it's been super interesting. Mm-hmm. I always love chatting to guys about these kind of topics. Um, because I haven't had a lot of experience where I have been exposed to a lot of guys who are in this space as well. Um, and so I think it's really important that we have men in this space because there are a lot of women who are doing this work, especially around sexuality and expression and things like that. And I mean, we need the men in that space too. We, we can't do it alone. We've got to have the balance of the two, um, for, for that to, I don't know, improve itself. Yeah. Exactly. In general. I mean, there's no yin without the yang, right? So, exactly. Yeah. We've got to have the both. Yeah. yeah. Can you um, tell us a little bit more about maybe what you're offering at the moment, what you yeah. maybe is coming up? Mm. Ooh, okay, here we go. So, uh, I mean, if you need to find me, uh, Jacob underscore Weatherly on Instagram or Jacob Weatherly Coaching on Facebook um, and YouTube. There's some stuff on YouTube as well. Cool. Just search Jacob Weatherly. Um, but yeah, I'm about to open up some spots for the next intake of the journey of strength. So that'll be, yeah, within the next couple of weeks, coming towards the end of the year. So really want to start off next year with a bang. This year has been pretty crazy. Mm. So yeah. Is this starting this next, um, program in the new year? Is that right? Um, or to before the year finishes? Yeah. Before the year finishes, for yep. sure. Yep. Yeah. Want to get a head start so that yeah. we're like hitting 2021 like mm. hit the ground running so rather yep. than waiting mm. waiting till the new year and everything yeah. like that so yeah and then next year hoping to hold some events as well so awesome that's in the pipeline at the moment so cool. can't reveal too much about that but yeah there will be events next year so that's really cool yeah that is that like specifically for men uh it will be yeah specifically yeah. for men yeah yeah, yeah. And just, sorry, just to recap on the program that you offer, how long does the program run for? 12 weeks. Okay, awesome. Yeah, 12 weeks. Yeah, great. That's awesome. And so, yeah, so people can use those channels that you mentioned to reach out to you yeah. if they are interested in the program or just keeping connected with you. Yeah. Um, I noticed you have a newsletter. Yeah, I send out a weekly email as well. Yeah, so, cool. Um, yeah, Words of Strength is what it's called. And that's basically like a more... A lot more insight and a lot more sort of, I suppose, intimate details into what cool. goes on in yeah. my life and mm-hmm. sort of the thoughts that I have every single week. So, yep. um, yeah, there's a little link in my Instagram bio where you can fill out and receive those weekly as well. Cool. That yeah. sounds good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks again for coming on and chatting. Um, Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to this latest podcast episode. If you would like to be on the podcast, share an experience, or you want to request a specific topic, you can reach out to me through my website, www.consciousexuality.com.au or via Instagram DM at Conscious Sexuality. If you are interested in working with me at all, you can also reach out to me via the contact form on my website or through a DM on Instagram as well. And if you've got any other questions about anything that I've ever spoken about or a guest that's been on the show, you can reach out to me through those channels as well. I'd love to connect with you. Thank you.